Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Go Anteater podcast. My name is Russell Jenkins. I will be your host today, and today I have Travis Gates joining as a co-host for this episode. How are you doing, man? All right. What's up? Not much, you know, just, you know, living the dream, waking up this morning, getting ready for work, and having a good day, so... So far, so good. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is only, you it's know. It's early. Yeah, it's only it's 9 a.m., but, you know, hey, you got to be optimistic, right? Yeah, take the wins when you get them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so today we are getting together and we wanted to do an episode to kind of talk over another insect that we have. This one's not necessarily one that's common in our area. However, right. However, we do have some as pets here at ABC, so we wanted to take an episode to talk They're about... They're not pets. They're educational aids. Educational aids. My apologies. Well, mine are. I mean, the other people who have them, those might be pets. Yeah, I would say Emily has them as pets for sure. Yeah. yeah. She spoils them. <laughs> yeah, they eat her lunch too. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Um, but today, as we're getting to it, it's the hissing cockroach. So we're going to take an opportunity to kind of look and hear a few things about the hissing cockroach. And uh, yeah, just have fun with them, man. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Madagascar hissing cockroach. Um, a lot of people see them. Um, they've been on TV, movies, things like that. Uh, Fear Factor. A lot of times when they had oh, to yeah. eat a cockroach, it was always these huge, fat hissing cockroaches. Right. Which is kind of sad because... You know, they're not they're not mean kids. Um, they're uh, pretty docile, not quick movers, so they do make decent pets. Uh, you know, if you have a kid who's not really good at taking care of things on time, cockroach may be a good pet because you can forget about them for a couple months and they're probably still okay. Um, so they're hardy, just like we think of any other cockroach. Um, they are going to be omnivores, so they eat pretty much anything they can find. Most of their normal diet would be fruits and vegetable material. Mm. Um, so, you know, we think living on the forest floor, they're gathering up whatever rotten fruit and things like right. that, which is even funny because they don't even like fruit that's that rotten. They hmm. actually prefer fresh fruit. Hmm. So they, they don't want the gross stuff. They want good stuff. Okay. Um, okay. So, yeah, if you actually have them as a pet and you try to give them old fruit, sometimes they won't eat it because it's just not good enough for huh. them. So they can be a little bougie, uh, but they will eat dry dog food and things like that. Um, they will eat dead cockroaches. So if one of them dies, you will notice that sometimes pieces go missing, but that's how nature works. We're recycling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, they are, uh, you know, pretty impressive compared to a lot of the other roaches that we have, our pest roaches specifically. Um, you know, they're, they're going to be a large and in charge kind of critter. Right. So uh, we're talking two to three inches long and then some of them are going to be an inch almost an inch and a half across for mm -hmm. the big males um and uh yeah they'll live three five years um which is a pretty good lifespan yeah, for, for a lot of things so um yeah i started my collection here with just i think i had six that i ordered um from a website that sells them as feeder insects <sighs> and uh yeah if you provide them with warmth food and water you will quickly have more than that. Um, it does take them about a year to go from hatching out of the egg to being fully, you know, developed as adults. Um, so there's there's a little period of, of ramp up right. before you start producing babies. Right. And if you keep them cool, they, they won't really reproduce. So those of you who do think about them as a pet, uh, if you don't want to worry about having a bunch more, just keep them cooler, yeah. right? Don't put the heating pad on them. They will survive. They just won't breed. So that can help. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, mine are uh, 
usually used to take to schools, um, educational events, and things like that. Um, they're a really good model insect for people to interact with because they are slow movers. They don't bite or anything like that. They don't fly. So you could take them out of the container and let people touch them and hold them and things like that. Um, mine are just at the office right now because I'm not allowed to take them to my own house. Uh, so <laughs> they didn't get to come home with me last night. Uh, but I, they, they really are kind of a cool tool, and you get a lot of good engagement with little kids mm-hmm. in particular mm-hmm. um honestly i'll tell you little girls tend to be way more brave than the little boys are hmm. um so they are way more willing to try to touch them first um, doesn't surprise me yeah yeah I, they're just yeah for some reason a little more developed yeah um but yeah they uh you know they're a good example for kids of what an insect feels like um you can touch the exoskeleton um, you could feel that it's almost more like the texture of like a plastic bottle uh, more than anything else. You know, you, I always ask them first. It's like, what do you think it's going to feel like? And they always say slimy. They think everything's going to be slimy. And then they touch it. And they go, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, not so slimy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of fun to see their their reactions change as soon as they do make contact and go, oh, it's not that gross. It's not that bad. Um, you know, it does tickle. I, you have to warn that. So just like a lot of our other insects, um, they do have tarsal claws. Um, the tarsal claws are going to be the little hooked claws on the ends of their feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and those tarsal claws are what's going to kind of grip onto skin as they hold on to you and walk. It makes it really hard to take off clothing. Right. Because they, right. they hold on pretty good. Um, but yeah, they're you know just a nice thing that doesn't move fast enough to scare the kids. Um, you can generally hold them pretty steady. Um, and then they always want to hear them hiss. Yep. So we hear them hissing cockroach, right? Um, mine have been handled a lot. Yeah. So mine are not big performers on the hissing right in person. Um, oftentimes I'll be sitting in my office and I'll actually hear a little rustling from behind me and it's males that are fighting each other and they'll hiss at each other as they push each other around. It's kind of like a sumo match, like <laughs> leaking steam. Yeah. And they do make a very distinctive hiss. So um, the hiss is actually created because they will contract the muscles in their abdomen, which squeezes down on their body, which forces air out of the spiracles, Mm -hmm. which are the breathing holes Mm -hmm. that are along the side of the body, Um, which, again, they're a good example for because it's really obvious where those little holes are along the side of the body. So when we discuss, you know, breathing and insects with people, that's a good way to say, well, here's the openings to the breathing system that goes into these trachea which branch down to feed oxygen to basically all the organs and muscles that you mm-hmm. need. So I, they're just, you know, big, big, beautiful roaches. Oh, yeah. Um, obviously, some people still don't like them. Right. Because they right. are cockroaches. Um, as cockroaches, they do still give off a bit of a, a musty aroma. So, but, I mean, if they're in an enclosed container, the smell doesn't become overwhelming unless you've got other things going on yeah right so yeah we give them mine live in a little plastic container one of those travel pet carriers mm-hmm. um and they've got a substrate that is bioactive soil and coconut fiber and i've got a little little cork driftwood log for them to hang out in um they're perfectly happy yeah they live together in a group they'll fill up the inside of the little log and just hang out as a family big ones little ones everything in between um i guess one interesting thing about our hissing cockroaches 
um, is most of our cockroaches, when they lay eggs, they're actually going to lay their eggs in a capsule. Mm. So layers of eggs glued together to create kind of a little, basically a little purse of eggs. Um, those egg cases uh, can actually be very distinctive for mm-hmm. roaches, so you can tell species apart. Um, the hissing cockroaches don't actually produce an external egg case in the same capacity. Right. Um, they basically will do a normal egg case, but keep it internal, and then allow the eggs to hatch internally, and then give live birth. So you get little live baby roaches coming out of mama instead of a weird egg case. Um, so sometimes you'll see the egg case out in the container, and it's re- really just her kind of expelling it. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, it's it's a weird thing to see just a mother roach giving birth to live young because it's not a normal occurrence, right? In our cockroaches, right? So yeah, they're uh, they're a little weird, yeah. you know, but they they tend to be a good teaching tool. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. What's your experience with hissing cockroaches, Russ? Oh, I mean, heck, growing up, Dad always, Dad for a while had some at our old office off of Stimmons here in uh, Dallas, and I, I remember messing with them, playing with them all the time. They never bothered me. I, I know there was a, I always liked to have where someone was new coming into ABC, you would have like it hit the hissing cockroach on you, so that way you'd yeah. walk up and like pet it and it would hiss, and yeah, I always liked that disturbing factor. Most of the field staff, luckily, didn't shy away from it um yeah. <laughs> as they shouldn't yeah, hopefully <laughs> but uh definitely some of our office stuff you can see where they haven't necessarily interacted with yeah. many in person and so yeah they don't work fun. here to deal with the yeah, yeah 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 exactly exactly so uh that was always something that i i mean they've always been in my life and then whenever you got some more here that was i, I liked that too because i've always had memories with those and well, if you want to take some home for the kids no i'm okay i'm okay yeah i mean they they have bread i have more than my original six still um actually i have seeded the office um there's there's several people who have wanted some so i i will gift uh roaches to people when they they ask for them there so you go i know we have a few people in the office that have their own little tank of hissers that sit on the desk so just something fun to to move around easier than a fish tank oh yeah much. and i mean if you go on vacation for a month they're fine yeah you don't have to worry about them so uh i know during the pandemic we weren't coming into the office and my colony sat in the office for six months and didn't get food or water and totally fine yeah yeah they were all there when i came back so they just kind of will shut down and go into sleep mode and uh wait it out so they were very thrilled once we did start supplying them with food and water again um which i mean if we want to talk about food yeah yeah they eat you know on the forest floor we talked about the fruits and veggies and things like that um honestly it's kind of fun to try to feed them different things um they really like the tops of strawberries more hmm. than they like strawberries themselves. Interesting. Um, they don't really like apple. They don't. They don't like anything that's more acidic. They've they've tended to shy away from acidic things. Hmm. Um, I know Emily fed hers broccoli yeah. one day, which don't feed things broccoli because everyone knows broccoli has a bit of an aroma. Just slightly. Um, yeah, roaches can pass gas. Uh, so you you do get a little bit of funk that came out of that situation. Oh yeah, her she office was that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it was a little yeah. different for a couple of days. But it was very kind of her to try <laughs> to feed them. Um, I know she has been a little more adventurous in feeding hers 
different things. She asked me the other day if they could eat, I think, beans from her lunch yep. or something like yep. that. Yep. It's like, they could try. So they will generally nibble on little of anything. Um, I've given mine jello before. They really mm. like jello. So, you know, nice fruit flavors. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. They munch right through it. Um, oat bran. They eat oat bran. Okay. Yeah, just dry. You just know, dry. Yeah, wow. They don't, they don't need it mixed in anything. Just dry oat bran. Hmm. So they're not really picky. They are a cockroach, right? Right, right. Um, so it's, yeah, it's interesting to see, though, that uh, as a cockroach, which typically get a reputation for eating anything, any gross thing you could think of, they are a little more picky. Yeah. Which, you know, again, makes them a decent pet because we mm-hmm. don't have to worry about the gross environment. I know they're living in clean coconut fiber on a clean log in a clean container. And, yeah, they poop and stuff, but that falls down in the, the coconut fiber. They don't roll around in it. Right. So, yeah, it, it stays relatively clean for a long time. And then you do, well, a little maintenance every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, for anyone who wants them as pets, they're really easy to find on the Internet. Um, they're pretty cheap. But I would recommend go to a website that sells them as feeder insects rather than one that sells them as pets Mm. because you'll get them for a much better price. Yeah, much better. The same exact roach for a much better price. So, yeah, I mean, I think they're fun. Yeah. And uh, they've been very popular with schools. So the kids always, I mean, kids remember me year to year if I go back to the same school. You're the guy with the bugs. It's like, yep. And they still want to touch them. Yeah. So, yeah, they they don't hesitate once they've done it once. For sure. Um, But... Yeah, we've done uh, school events. We've done Kidzania. Um, I've gone to a museum before. Mm. So, yeah, we just kind of pop up wherever uh, they need a little bug talk. Um, we just had uh, one of our employees ask for her kid's school. So, probably going to another school soon. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Love that. So, it's kind of fun. Oh, yeah. A little insect education. 100%. Not everything is a bad thing. Right. So, we want to kind of be ambassadors to the the insect world here absolutely yeah so. absolutely well yeah yeah i i appreciate your time i think that's a uh <laughs> got a lot of good information over the hissing cockroach today got some uh funny stuff from it too so i want to thank you for your time and being a, a guest on the episode today and honestly co-host because you you really we're going to continually do these types of episodes um <laughs> Because it's fun and different, and I think it's a good piece of education for everyone to learn a little bit more. I'm here if you need me. <laughs> if you have questions, send them in. Ah, please do. Please do. And What's then, the email? Uh, which one? There's a couple. Where should they send questions? Interact with us on social media, and that'll give you the easiest way to get to any of the teams. And please, please, if you have any questions of what they do, how they do it, anything like that, interact with it. Not Leave it in the comments section. Anything. Just yeah. random bug stuff. Yeah, exactly. Questions about life. Oh, interesting. Yeah. What what kind of questions do you have? Um, We're here for you. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, no, please uh, like, comment, subscribe. Please share this with other people. Interact in the comment section below with your questions so that way we can answer some of the questions in the next episode and see how else we can continually to educate the world of the fact that there are beneficial insects or insects that don't really land in both camps. Um not a lot of pest species out there correct correct so yeah thank you again travis thank you for your time sir. awesome well peace and cheers everyone have a wonderful rest of the day